Happy Friday, everyone, from NPR Music and All Songs Considered. I'm Robin Hilton. I'm here with NPR's Ann Powers. Hello, Robin. Marissa LaRusso. Hi. And from Radio Milwaukee, Tariq Moody. Hello. Tariq Moody! <laughs> Robin is on steroids after meeting Bono in The Edge yesterday. So not, a bad, like... not a bad tiny desk. <laughs> well, it's New Music Friday, and we're doing a quick rundown of the best albums out now on February 17th. First up is Caroline Polachek's latest. It's called Desire, I Want to Turn Into You. This is the song Pretty In Possible. That's I-N, possible. Pretty In Possible. The other day, Eric, my husband and I were listening to this record in the car, and he uh, said he thinks uh, Caroline Polachek is the most literary indie pop artist out there right now. And I, I felt that was the wrong word. So as usual, we had an argument. That's what we like to do about it's music. It's important to correct your husband. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> and but thinking about what he meant by literary, I landed on the word compositional you know I Hmm. think she really is always thinking in terms of how every single element in a song fits together to create a sonic language so I guess in that way she is literary and she's very high concept and on this album she has a particular concept this is her second solo album and it feels very very centered on this this idea that she's trying to access as she herself has said Her earliest archetypal euphoric moments with feminine pop. You know, she's going back to when she was a child, hearing like Celine Dion. I think she mentioned Sophie B. Hawkins, Damn, I Wish I Was Your Lover, as a a song she loved when she was a kid. And just get that feeling you have when you're a kid and you don't know how pop works, but it's just washing over you like a giant wave like a tsunami and that's the feeling she's trying to get here in order to get that feeling she has sacrificed some things i think including a lot of variations on tempo (laughs) i'd love to hear what y'all think about this there's a lot of mid-tempo songs on this record a lot of kind of huge ballads but i think it takes a few listens to get into this record i had a similar thought Anne, and i think part of for me what feels different what she maybe sacrificed on this record compared to Pang, her solo debut, is that for me, I think about Pang as being so defined by this like very specific romantic arc of love and loss and longing. And it felt much more narrative. And I think Mm. that allowed it to feel kind of singer-songwritery, even though her production style is obviously much more kind of experimental and electronic. And I think she's retained that kind of emotional 
vulnerability here, but lost the kind of straightforward narrative. And like you said, and also like your husband said, it's a lot more like evocative and poetic in the lyrics. One track that really stood out to me, it was Fly To You. Featuring yeah. Grimes and Dido. Mm -hmm. For any pop artist, it's, it's rare for me to find a voice I love, but this is one that really resonated with me. I don't know how, she's pretty trained as a singer. I think she's trained. It sounds like it. It's, as a singer. It does yeah. sound like it. There's this incredible memeable video of her online. I don't know what it's from, maybe just like social media, where she's singing the phrase, haters will say it's auto-tune and huh. singing in that way that sounds like auto-tune, but obviously you're just watching her do it straight to camera. It's so impressive what she can do with her voice. Sounds like there's some question marks hanging over this record still for everybody. And I, I have to say, when I listened to it, I wasn't entirely sure what to make of it. And then I read this great review from Sophie Kemp that's on our site right now, and it made a whole lot more sense to me. And, and at one point, they note that this is an album that plays with pop's ridiculousness. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I thought, that's what I'm hearing. The idea that she's playing around, you know, like it sounds sort of like a conventional pop record in some ways. But she's undercutting it. Well, that's yeah. what I mean by composed. You know, that's why I, yeah. that's why she's a compositional musician. I think something that also sometimes gets missed in the conversation about Caroline, because she is so conceptual, is that she's also really funny. And I think there's a lot of humor and cheekiness on this record. She calls her lover Wikipediated on one track. Wikipediated. Oh, hold on, I'm, 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 hold on, I'm trademarking this right now. <laughs> oh my god. Wik go to Wikipediated.com for all the t-shirt needs. <laughs> It's too perfect. Well, we could talk about this record for the whole show, but there's a lot more music we want to get into on this episode. Caroline Polachek is the artist, and her new album out this week is called Desire, I Want to Turn Into You. Next up is the UK singer and rapper Wesley Joseph. His debut album for the secretly Canadian label is called Glow. This is the cut, Cold Summer. Wesley Joseph, British songwriter, producer, filmmaker, I guess you can call him a renaissance man, based in London. He really made me think of black artists. He had a statement interview about black artists, especially in the industry, even in Grammys, right? You rarely see a black artist written outside of their, quote, boxes of, of what they're known to be, stereotyped to be. And he really fights that. He really ties together his passion for filmmaking and music together 
the one of the tracks I love is Sugar Die featuring Dean. Who am I a big fan of? Dean is a Korean artist who did a track with Sid from the internet back in the day. True lust, sake, no bluffs. Distrust, there might be too much. But your love, I try to keep. Beautiful soulful track, mixing kind of the kind of low end voice with the high end falsetto of Dean. To me, he really is kind of reminding me a lot of what Childish Gambino has been doing, but across the pond. I'm just psyched about whatever comes out of London from hip hop, R and B, jazz these days. It feels like it's just the most vital. Scene and and I think of an artist like Lil Silva, producer artist who put out a record, underrated record last year. This has a similar vibe to that, Tariq. I think you know, just as you're saying, obviously very cinematic. Also, just the surprise of where it goes. I kept sort of turning toward my speaker and being like, did it somehow jump to a different? <laughs> yeah, I, I saw. <laughs> I'm so impressed. I'm impressed with his singing. Like I, I mean, the first few tracks I remember I, I was getting on on my show Rhythm Lab were all them rapping, very dark, very grimish, and then all of a sudden this soulful singing comes through. I'm like, dude, this guy got some mad skills. I think one of the things as we move on in the show, we're we're going to talk more and more about is how the music we're talking about this week is kind of a study in contrasts, and the, I certainly heard it on this record. You know, you know, there's a sweetness in these songs, but also these darker themes. He alludes to mm-hmm. addiction and anxiety, and but also love of family and wanting to reconnect with family. I can see Wesley Joseph taking on challenges of doing a series, kind of like how Childish did Atlanta. Mm-hmm. I can see how he created a series based off the environment he was raised in London. How oh, amazing that hasn't happened already. Now that I, you think. <laughs> <laughs> Wesley Joseph, the UK rapper, singer, filmmaker, producer. His debut album for Secretly Canadian is called Glow. All right, another one out now on February 17th that we're loving is from the Boston-based band Pile. It's called All Fiction. This is the song Loops. All Fiction is Pyle's eighth record. I think if you are into indie rock and have spent any time in Boston, Massachusetts in the last like 10 years, it's been really hard to escape hearing about Pyle. They've spent the last decade and change really refining this heavy, thrashing, anxious sound. Um, They're also known for their live shows that are just intense and incredible. 
highly recommend if you ever get the chance to see Pile. But I've been really impressed with their last few records because it's felt really clear that they've just become really interested in what they can do with an album length statement and interested in just how they can push themselves in the studio and push their sound. I think All Fiction is a super impressive example of that. And just like an impressive record, there's such a range of sounds on it. I read that Rick McGuire, who's the singer and main songwriter for the band, was inspired on this record when he was writing these songs by artists like Mount Erie and Kate Bush and Aphex Twin, which is maybe not what you would think immediately when you think of like and rock sound. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> But I do feel like the range of that kind of range of inspirations makes sense when you think of the places that this record goes. They're definitely like big, classically pile rock songs like Loops or a song like Poisons, which is one of my favorites on the record. get these songs like Blood or Forgetting that are brooding and subdued and have a string quartet. I thought we could pick a song like Gardening Hours where mm. and just like jump around like here's how Gardening Hours starts. And then here we are maybe about halfway through or so. And then just a little bit further down the road. I think part of probably what inspired that range of sounds is that over the first couple years of the pandemic, Rick McGuire like reworked a bunch of full band pile songs to perform alone. And the band also put out this kind of like more improvisational record. I think they've just really been stretching themselves to think differently about what their songs can sound like, what a rock band can be, how they want to collaborate with each other. And it made for a really wonderful record. It is my college years, that sound, that early mm. grunge before grunge became like that really early stuff. And I just I was just like, that brought me back memories. Pre-Nirvana breakthrough mm. grunge. You know, I think of like bands like Earth or Tad or something where you are mm -hmm. just inside the mountain of sound. Yeah. You are, uh, I was going to make a Hobbit reference, but I'm getting my creatures confused. <laughs> what was Gimli? A troll? A dwarf? I can't remember. But anyway, you are the creature inside Mortar on this record. I'll leave it at that. Pile <laughs> is the band. Their latest is called All Fiction. We do have a few more albums that we want to highlight for this week, including a new one from Pink. Pink is back. But first, we need to take a short break. Trust me. 
It's New Music Friday from NPR and All Songs Considered. I'm Robin Hilton. I'm here with Ann Powers, Marissa LaRusso, and Tariq Moody, and we're looking at the best albums out now on February 17th. We start the second half of our show off with the singer Pink. She's back with a new one called Trustfall. This is the title cut. So imagine you're Caroline Palachek and you're eight years old and you're <laughs> listening to the pop radio and you hear Pink. You feel better instantly. This is the thing about Pink, right? While I was listening to this record, I was thinking about the kind of pop star who who lasts, you know, whose career mm. continues over many phases, many changes. And I thought these kinds of artists, they're like the everlasting gobstoppers of music. You know that Willy Wonka jawbreaker that <laughs> as you suck oh, on yes. it, it changes flavor? You know, it changes flavor. Every layer is a slightly different flavor. And, and that's what it takes to be a long-lasting pop star. So with Pink, you had her early years when she was sort of this R&B-ish artist and then her bratty you know, rock star, you in your hands, uh, speaking back, speaking truth to power phase. Then you had her incredible goddess athlete period, which continues the aerial acrobatics she's known for in her concerts. I mean, she is literally the fittest pop star to ever live. And, <laughs> but then there came another pink. And I think this is the pink that dominates on this record. And that's the compassionate pink, the, the pink who was an outsider who is vulnerable and who, in the immortal words of James Cameron in Avatar, who sees you. Pink sees you. <laughs> she sees you in these songs. And that's who we get on this record more than anything else. You know, the beautiful... I, I was afraid you were going to quote the Titanic, you know. Uh, I'm, you know I'm, I'm, I'm queen of the world! Her heart, her heart will go on. Her heart will go on. No, but I, I love that about this record. There's a slight... Um, musically, there's a slight turn, I guess, toward Americana-ish. Her collaborators on this record include the Lumineers and First Aid Kit the wonderful Scandinavian sister vocal duo, and Chris Stapleton, she's collaborated with him before. Everybody wants to be one who's right. Everybody wants the last word to end the fight. Every day is a new day with a chance to choose. Sometimes the way you win is to say you lose, just say I'm sorry. You know, the Stapleton song is just, it's a, a great example of pithy 
meaningful, heartfelt, self-helpy songwriting. It's called Just Say I'm Sorry, and it's it's got a country element, but it's, it's really about how in a long-time relationship you have to learn to say you're sorry, and then the person will accept it because they love you. And that is very pink. Like, she's giving us those life lessons that we always, always need. Yeah, Ian, I was going to ask what you thought about the collaborations because you are so steeped in the kind of folk and Americana world. And when I think about Pink, those names aren't necessarily the first that come to my mind. But maybe it's about having an open heart and <laughs> and being compassionate. And the Americana collaborators are perfect for that kind of theme. I love the song with First Aid Kid. It's just their voices work really beautifully together. We used to chase the sun. We used to have our and the song with first aid kid is called kids in love i need to know robin did you did it pass the robin tears test when you heard the first track on this record when i get there which is about speaking to someone in heaven and knowing that pink's father recently passed away. I think of you when I think about forever. I hear a joke and I know you would have told it better. I think of you out of the blue when I'm watching a movie that you'd hate. You'd say it. You were never one to hesitate. You know, oh, yeah. And I, I'm fighting tears right now just thinking about that. I just found, you know, I don't know if I, I'm the audience she had in mind when she made this record, but I found this record just really, really spoke to me. And maybe it's that tenderness you're talking about. Pink is the singer. Her first new album in four years is called Trustfall. All right. I talked about uh, how so much of the music that we're going to listen to this week is a study in contrasts. I don't think you're going to find uh, more contrasts in a single record, maybe all year, than, the, than what you'll find in this next incredible record from the singer Tiana Esperanza. It's called Terror, and this is the opening and title cut. Sometimes when I'm walking and a man looks at me, I think of Could make him bleed. I won't dig my key into his eye. I'd crack his teeth, liver and spleen.
Kiana Esperanza. Growing up in Cape Cod, Massachusetts, multiracial, predominantly white town, and I can definitely relate. Heavily influenced by artists like Nina Simone and especially rappers like Eminem. She was stated in a press release that she learned to own her vulnerability through hip hop. And I, you can definitely hear that on this diverse, eclectic record that is simply, uh, I, I don't even know how to describe it. Like, we first start playing on Hyphen when we launched Hyphen was their track, Lewis. Now, this song is about a man named Lewis. Lewis H. McCaw, to be exact. Now, Lewis owned a little bookstore in Harlem. And one day, while he was sitting in his bookstore, some black boys came in with their fists up screaming, Black power! Black power! He said, look, sons, I'd like to straighten you out. He said, black is beautiful, but black ain't power. Knowledge is power, sons. And that song was just a beautiful, jazzy spoken word piece. And that was the first single. I'm like, oh, this could be a cool project. This would be like spoken word artists doing his jazzy pieces. And like, I did not expect what I got. And then there's tracks like Princess Slit and Arenko Prince. Her grandmother is uh, Paloma McClarty, Paul Malov, the drummer and founder of legendary UK punk band, The Slits. And you can hear that inspiration anywhere. So it's like a mixture of punk, like polystyrene. There's uh, Jill Scott. I can go on and on, but I want to let anybody else want to chime in. I definitely think you brought in one of the albums of the year with this one. I mean, it's got to be, we're going to be coming back to this at the end of 2023 and say, was there a more arresting debut. It's masterful in the way it ranges, but it definitely is a young person's record. I mean, you just Mm -hmm. feel her bursting with energy and trying every idea. I hope she keeps that spirit, though. Even though I'm saying this feels like a young person's record, that's no shade, because she's masterful in any form she takes. To me, when I was listening to this record, no matter what genres she was reaching into or different kind of stories she was telling, it felt really anchored by, of course, her voice, which is incredible, but also just such a sense of presence and personality. Mm-hmm. I found that so impressive, especially because she's so young. It's, mm-hmm. yeah, really astounding record. Granada was a kind of a left field turn of like, wait, what? <laughs> Beautiful song about talking about her heritage, her grandparents. I mean, if she's not like in consideration for best new artist for Grammys, I mean, what's it take? Mind officially blown with this one from Tiana Esperanza. It's called Terror. And before we wrap up this week's show, I do want to take a minute to flag a few of our personal favorites out this week. Marissa, we'll start with you. Cool. My lightning round pick is Patterns for Auto-Tuned Voices and Delay by the artist Liesl. (laughs) 
So this is a record made by Eliza Bagg, who on the one hand is a classically trained opera singer, but then she also makes this like inventive art pop under the name Liesl. And I first heard of her because our friend and beloved colleague Lars Gottrich was into this record, so shout out to him. But here on this record, she wanted to see how she could combine this really high level of vocal technicality with technology. And the result is Renaissance polyphony meets Ableton meets Sophie. It is so fascinating and unique and really just a beautiful record. And the album I'm listening to this week is Boomerang Town by Jamie Harris. Love is gonna come again Maybe when you're not quite looking Maybe tonight, my friend Maybe when you're driving Love will call and you will fall into a place You never thought you could fit in I first heard Jamie Harris in 2018 and, and was just blown away by the power of her voice, the plaintiveness in her voice, and the honesty and forthrightness in her songwriting. And this, her second album, does not disappoint on those levels. It deals with tough stuff, you know, family trauma, addiction, but there's also some beautiful love songs and, and a lot of hope on this record, too. It is just beautiful. You will be crying by the end of this record. Happy tears. Tariq. Skrillex. Never thought I'd be talking about Skrillex, but Skrillex has a new <laughs> album, Quest for Fire. Features include Missy Elliott, Mr. Oizoi, Fortet, Aluna, and the single Don't Get Too Close featuring the wonderful, talented Bibby Borelli and Sonny Moore. And the video for that you got to watch is like a 3D porcupine with a little blood on the quills, hence Don't Get Too Close. But yeah, if you're looking for that, that your dance electronic fix, Skrillex is your man. And I want to mention another Lars Gottrich pick uh, for for this week. You can't be on the show, Lars, but we'll talk about you. We'll talk about your music. <laughs> this is a record that actually came out last week, and I totally missed it by a band called Crushed. It's an EP called Extra Life. Crushed is a duo from LA, and, and this is a very, a very shoegazy, gauzy record. But it's it's anchored by some really great grooves, and there's just a touch of ear candy that's tinkling around underneath the whole mix uh, to keep your ears on full alert. I, I don't know. Review if you love uh, My Bloody Valentine or Slow Dive or maybe Beach House. Uh, I love this record. Extra Life is the name of it from the band Crushed. Well, geez, Robin, if we're bringing in records from last week, you got to let me mention that Lisa O'Neill record, All of This Is yeah. Chance. Because if you like, you know, trad folk, but with an incredible voice at the center of it that brings it right up to the moment, you got to check out Lisa O'Neill. It's incredible music. I'm glad you mentioned that one because that was an incredible one that I, I, we, we also weren't able to get on the show last week. And that'll do it for this week's New Music Friday. My thanks to Ann Powers, Marissa LaRusso, and Tariq Moody. Thanks so much, everybody. So much Thank fun. Thank you, Robin. Thank you. 
You can hear full versions of all the songs we featured on this episode, along with a bunch of other great new music that came out this week in our expanded New Music Friday playlists. Just search for NPR and Apple Music or Spotify. If you want a list of what we played on the show for reference, it's in the description of this episode in your podcast feed. And as always, the best way to stay in touch and keep up with all the latest from NPR Music is to sign up for our weekly newsletter. You can do that at npr.org slash music newsletter. And for NPR Music and All Songs Considered, I'm Robin Hilton. I hope you have a great weekend. Be well and treat yourself to lots of music. All the time.